This is The Resident Review, a plastic surgery podcast. This is a platform designed for education of plastics, hand, and craniofacial surgery trainees from medical student to master surgeon. Our episodes take you through high-yield topics along with experts in the field in order to maximize your knowledge and refine your techniques. If you like what you hear today, be sure to visit our website, theresidentreview.com, for episodes, outlines, resources, and more. Stay tuned after the episode for a brief message from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome back to The Resident Review. I'm Rachel Hine, Duke Plastics Chief Resident, about to graduate with my co-chief resident, Lily Mundy. Woo! Studying for our boards, and we're here to go over the latest inserts exam 2021 core principles. All right, Rachel, let's do it. Poland grading system. I don't think anybody in our residency program knew this was a thing, but let's go through it real quick. Thorax. T1, T2, T3, and T4. T1 is the absence of all or part of the pectoralis. T2 is T1 plus pectus excavatum or carinatum. T3 is T1 plus rib aplasia, which is usually three or four. T4 is T1 plus T2 plus T3. Breast, B1 is a hypoplastic breast and B2 is breast aplasia or amastia. Nipple areolar complex. These are rated as N1, N2, and N3. N1 is a hypoplastic nipple, nipple areolar complex less than two centimeters displaced. N2 is more than two centimeters displaced and N3 is aphelia. There you have it. Posting to social media, a detailed consent documenting the dynamic nature of individual social media sites should be formally discussed and documented in the patient's medical record prior to proceeding. There is ultimately no consensus guidelines on ASPS currently, though I'm sure that will change shortly. Allograft transplantation. Opportunistic infections are most likely to develop after the first month and within the first year. The first month are typically post-operative nocosomial infections. Peak immunosuppression is between one to 12 months and are prone to opportunistic infections, including CMV, HSV, HC, and EBV. After 12 months, patients can tolerate decreased immunosuppression. Hypovolemic shock. This can include hemorrhage from trauma. Elevation of a pulse rate is usually the first sign. Increase in diastolic blood pressure is actually the first sign, but it's not usually noticeable. Other changes at higher rates of loss include decrease in blood pressure, confusion, increase in respiratory rate. All right, going through different types of research studies. A comparative cohort study will investigate a particular exposure to determine the correlation of disease. This could include looking at patients with implants or no implants with breast implant associated illness. A case control study retrospectively identifies cases and controls from the same source population, i.e. women, to investigate differences in exposure or risk factors, i.e. implants versus no implants. A randomized control trial randomly assigns participants into an experimental or control group. Cross-sectional study is an observational study that analyzes data from a population at a specific time point. A case series study is one that tracks participants who have received exposure and tracks outcomes. Isoflurane dye, allergic reactions can occur in 1.6% of patients. Signs can be urticaria, blue hives, skin rash, and anaphylaxis. You should stop the procedure, give a fluid bolus, followed by blood pressure support, such as through pressors, and next give steroids and antihistamines to counteract. Sepsis, so there's surviving sepsis campaign. This recommends administration of IV antibiotics as soon as possible, but within an hour as the goal. Increasing delays are associated with increased mortality and detrimental effects, such as length of hospital stay, AKI, and lung injury. The one-hour bundle for surviving sepsis includes measuring lactate, obtaining blood cultures, and administering broad-spectrum antibiotics, as well as 30 mils per keg of crystalloid and starting vasopressors. All right, Lils. Thank you for going over that. 
All right, so in true form, there's so many random things on this core principles. Inferior oblique, remember this is innervated by the oculomotor nerve. Superior oblique is the trochlear nerve, so SO4, lateral rectus of Dusen's nerve, LR6, and other oculomotor nerve innervations are the levator, the superior rectus, medial rectus, and inferior medial rectus. Candidates for board certification with the American Board of Plastic Surgery are responsible for all advertising. Venous couplers less than two millimeters have higher rates of thrombosis. So the surgeon should perform hand-sewn anastomosis or find a different recipient vessel if the, if the recipient vessel is less than two millimeters. Dupuytren's disease. So disease factors most predictive of recurrence is the degree of PIP contracture. So PIP in younger age, less than 45 are most indicative of recurrence. Collagenase is not superior to needle aponeurotomy for PIP contractures. A physician will obtain a higher number of RVUs by performing in a non-facility setting like an office. Maintaining certification. So the American Board of Plastic Surgery Continuous Certification Program includes one, professionalism, two, lifelong learning and self-assessment, three, assessment of knowledge, judgment and skills, and four, improvement in medical practice. So an unrestricted medical license is mandatory and 150 CME credits every three years are needed and I guess encompasses all those things. PEX block one and two, commonly used in ERAS or early recovery after surgery. PEX-1 is performed between the pectoralis major and pectoralis minor. PEX-2 involves injection of anesthesia between the pectoralis minor and serratus anterior muscles. The serratus plane block is between the serratus anterior and latissimus dorsi. Do you get the vibe that people are just creating additional naming systems just to publish things and then these things come up on a I test? think the people that are writing questions quote their papers. Agreed. All right, a couple... <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. I love to learn. Okay, so anticoagulation bridging for warfarin. This is actually something that's pretty um, relative to what we do. So low molecular weight heparin bridging should begin three days prior to the procedure and two days after discontinuing warfarin. So the answer was discontinue warfarin five days before, start your bridge three days before. You should bridge if you have an embolic event within three months, a mechanical mitral valve, mechanical aortic valve, AFib with high risk of stroke, VTE in the past three months, recent coronary stenting in three months, previous DVT-PE with interruption of anticoagulation. And then one more before I pass it over. There's the Parkland formula for burn resuscitation. Remember that it deals in kilograms and total body surface area. And this is determined by second and third degree burns only, not first degree. Half is given generally in the first eight hours of injury and the next within 16. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Power of attorney, Dr document will allow a person to express his or her desires related to end-of-life medical care. This allows a person to appoint an individual to make decisions regarding medical care for that person in the event that he or she is no longer able to make decisions for themselves. This is in comparison to a living will, which outlines a person's values and preferences for life-sustaining treatments, such as a ventilator, CPR, and so forth. AAASF, or American Association for Accreditation of Ambulatory Surgery Facilities, has different classifications for liposuction. Class A facilities are allowed only 500 cc's of liposuction under local or sedation. Class B facilities require an anesthesia provider and no more than five liters of aspirate is allowed to be performed unless the patient is monitored overnight in the facility. Class C also requires an anesthesia provider and is the same as above. So basically this is just talking about the type of facility required for what you're wanting to do. And there was a lot of text on this answer, but basically I couldn't really from skimming it, differentiate the difference between a class B and class C facility, but a class B or C could include an ambulatory surgery center. But if you, if you perform more than five liters of liposuction, the patient has to stay 24 hours, which we know already. So I think these classes were kind of irrelevant in this question. 
burns in Integra, this re results in a decrease in hypertrophic scarring associated with the use of a bilaminate neodermis and burn reconstruction. However, the cost is high, it requires two surgeries and is associated with longer hospital stays. The cyst trunk procedure is for thyroglossal duct cysts and involves the resection of the cyst, the cyst tract, and the middle third of the hyoid bone. There are equivalent rates of breast cancer mortality between African-Americans and whites in some states likely due to African-Americans having more access to screening mammography and in situ diagnosis. Overall, the death from breast cancer has declined by 40% in the US since 1989. And I think part of this question, Massachusetts was one of the states that had equivalent rates of mortality between non-Hispanic African-Americans and non-Hispanic whites. And they cited that some of their conclusions as to why this was, is they had mandatory health insurance that was given to these patients. And so it gave more access to early diagnosis. Early diagnosis. A single perioperative dose of corticosteroid has been associated with transient hyperglycemia. Long-term corticosteroids have been associated with increased wound complications. Vitamin A counteracts the steroid effects on wound healing. Shout out to Nick Olick for being cited on the in-service this year. Yes, Dr. Olick. Duke plastic surgery, soon to be PGY2. Pilomatrixoma. This is a slow growing tumor of the hair follicle. It develops in the head and neck region and is associated with a mutation in CTNNB1, which regulates cell growth and attachment. There is a trial, the ACO SOG trial. If staging of the axilla cannot be obtained via sentinel lymph node biopsy, level one and level two axe dissection should be performed for staging purposes. NCNN or the National Comprehensive Cancer Network Protocol recommends excisional biopsy following detection of high-risk lesions, including papillomas with atypia, atypical ductal hyperplasia, atypical lobular hyperplasia, and ductal carcinoma in situ. So I think the answer for this question was a papilloma without atypia was the one that did not need an excisional biopsy. Mm. All right, I'll continue with AFib. So remember, this is an irregularly irregular QRS complex without P waves. It can occur in five to 10% of patients undergoing non-cardiothoracic surgery. Rate versus rhythm control. Rhythm control has been associated with greater number of hospitalizations, torsades, pulmonary events, GI, bradycardia, et cetera. So we aim for rate control. Rate control treatment strategy is, is the choice and it's 80 to 100 beats per minute. The first choice is metoprolol. Second choice, diltiazem. And that was our answer, metoprolol. Hyperkalemia. So remember, IV calcium glute should be given first to stabilize the myocardium, followed by measures to decrease the potassium. So like dextrous insulin or a beta-2 agonist. Patients should stop ACE inhibitors like lisinopril the night prior to surgery. Patients can continue statins, beta blockers, SSRIs, and sleeping medications. Remember, the most sensitive test for a CSF leak is beta-2 transferrin, and that a displaced posterior table fracture will require cranialization if it's significantly displaced. Risk of surgical side occurrence after any corticosteroid injection in hand surgery is about 12 weeks. So you should wait 12 weeks minimum prior to the OR. And that's that can, an example of this is a trigger finger injection. If you give a steroid injection, wait 12 weeks before you release them in the OR. A little bit about statistics, which I'm terrible at. P-value, calculated value that quantifies the probability of obtaining data equal to or more extreme than the data observed on a study, should the null hypothesis be true. Type one error is the erroneous rejection of a true null hypothesis. So the study shows that the drug is more efficacious than the placebo, but that's erroneous. Alpha, probability of making a type one error or rejecting the true null hypothesis. And this is typically set by the researcher at about 5%. Type two error is the failure to reject the null hypothesis. And remember that the power of a test is the probability that it will reject a false null hypothesis and it decreases as beta increases. 
breast conservation therapy. So this requires a two millimeter minimum margin and options for DCIS include lumpectomy plus radiation, which is the breast conservation therapy, mastectomy and sentinel lymph node um, biopsy or lumpectomy alone. And then finally, before I pass it back on to Lil's, the cleft palate team, the American cleft palate craniofacial association requires minimum core providers include a surgeon, speech and language pathologist and orthodontist. They must have access to, but not have core providers to social work, audiology, genetics, general and pediatric dentistry, ENT, and pediatrics primary care. Thanks, Rachel. Zones of penetrating neck injuries. This includes zone one, two, and three. Zone one extends from the clavicles to the cricoid. Zone two is from the cricoid to the angle of the mandible, and zone three is from the angle of the mandible to the skull base. HPV or pharyngeal squamous cell carcinoma has a better prognosis stage for stage than other head and neck squamous cell carcinomas. For non-infected, non-ischemic, neuropathic, diabetic foot ulcers, pressure reduction and offloading measures are of critical importance. Recommendations are for the use of a non-removable knee-high offloading boot as first-line treatment. Facial resurfacing. Post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation is of greatest concern for those with darker skin colors, which includes Fitzpatrick 4 and 5. The CBT code of TMR. 64905 nerve pedicle transfer first stage involves transecting major sensor mixed nerve and transferring an end-to-end fashion to the small motor nerve and nearby muscle. I am not sure how anyone in our program could have gotten that question wrong. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> not posting yeah. enough TMR cases. <laughs> Elective hand surgery or soft tissue surgery does not require prophylactic antibiotics, even for patients with diabetes. Hormone replacement for gender reaffirmation for patients going from female to male results in changes in BMI, blood pressure, liver chemistry, lowering of the voice, increased muscle mass, increased body care. Non-reversible changes include lowering of the voice, growth of the clitoris, increased hair distribution, and male pattern hair loss. Menstruation may resume. There is an increased risk of DVT that's associated with free flap breast reconstruction. Common femoral veins have increased diameter and decreased flow velocity, indicating persistent venous stasis through the day of discharge. Women's Health and Cancer Rights Act. This is a federal law that mandates coverage of breast reconstruction after mastectomy, as well as coverage for associated symmetry procedures. For conscious sedation, IV regimens that will reduce pain and anxiety while minimizing risk for respiratory depression is fentanyl and midazolam. For rabies, or we should contact local authorities. If if the animal already has a rabies vaccination, they should be quarantined and observed for 10 days, especially if they're unprovoked. Sorry. Okay, so Merkel cell carcinoma. This is non-tender, rapidly growing, typically presents as a single lesion in the head and neck, red to violaceous, firm intradermal papules or nodules. Histologically, this appears to be small, round blue cells that stain positive for CD20. Treatment includes wide local excision of one to two centimeter margins, including the fascia. Post-operative radiation is offered to patients with tumors greater than one centimeter, positive margins, or nodal invo involvement. Compartment syndrome. The deep volar compartments in the forearm are most likely to develop highest pressure and traumatic dysorias fractures. Von Willebrand's disease. Von Willebrand factor is deficient. This works by mediating the adherence of platelets and binds to factor eight. This is the most common inherited bleeding disorder. It presents as early bleeds, as easy bruising, bleeding after dental work, heavy menstruation, and prolonged nosebleeds. The recommended treatment is desmopressin, which works by inducing the release of von Willebrand factor from endothelial cells. Malignant hyperthermia. The mechanism here includes accelerated release of calcium from the sarcoplasmic reticulum. Symptoms include high-end tidal CO2, tachycardia, increase in temperature, and muscle rigidity. First step in treatment includes discontinuing volatile agents, then administering dantrolene. 
And lastly, posterior mandibular fractures like a subcondylar fracture causes shortening of the vertical height of the mandible and early contact of molar teeth on the affected ipsilateral side, which results in an anterior open bite on the contralateral side. Dun, right, dun, Rachel. dun. How is that not CMF? I don't know. <laughs> All right, we are done going through 2021 tests. Thanks, Lils, for hanging out with me today. I hope you guys got a lot of learning from this and stay tuned for some more episodes. Good luck. Awesome. Good luck, everybody. As a plastic surgeon with a unique vision for each patient, the more options you have at your fingertips, the better. Natrell is one of the portfolios available to you. To learn more, visit natrellsurgeon.com.